Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Adult Meets Disney podcast. I'm your host, Tom, and I want to thank you for joining me for yet another week. We have so much to get through. A lot of news dropped last week, actually. There is the new Disney Dining promo card that is available, as well as the Festival of the Arts menu at Epcot has been released, as well as some images for some of the food, and it looks crazy good, and we're going to talk about all of that. I did want to start by talking about my thoughts on this Disney promo card for dining. I'm calling it the dining gift card that you are able to get. So here's the scoop on it as as I read it. It is available with resort reservations in addition to at least a four-day park ticket for trips on certain dates between June and September of 2023. So how this is going to work is you will get a digital gift card, which can be used at select locations at Walt Disney World. So like quick service restaurants and table service and stuff like that. Now, there are specific resorts and dates that you have to go to and you have to go to on in order to qualify to get this thing. And it's all based upon your arrival date. So it all comes down to what day are you actually checking into your resort? Okay, so there are two date ranges. There is we'll call it the cheaper date ranges and the more expensive date ranges. The cheaper date ranges are an arrival of June 25th through the 30th, as well as July 11th through the 31st. Now, if you come on any of those days, if that's your arrival day, you can and you check into a value, it will be a $35 dining gift card that will be given to you. If you check into a moderate resort, it's $75. And if you check into a deluxe resort, it's $125. Now, if you come on July 1st through the 10th, or August 1st through September 14th. So you have an arrival date in one of those two ranges, you get the more valuable card. So if you check into a value resort, that will be $50, moderate resort, $100, deluxe resort, $150. Now, if you arrive in one date range and stay into another, so let's say that you you have an arrival date of... July 31st, and then you're staying through, say, August, I don't know, 3rd. I'm just making up numbers. Because you showed up on July 31st, you fall into the less expensive, the cheaper gift card range. So that is the number you will get, even though you stayed into the more expensive date range. So if you're looking for a specific dollar value, you have to make it based upon when you are going to show up. Now, there are also some resorts that are not included in this deal. So it's the campsites, any three-bedroom villa, and cabins at Copper Creek, and cabins at Wilderness Lodge. They don't count. So if you go to one of those, it won't count. And remember, this also means you have to have a four-day park ticket in order to go. Okay, so that's like the gist. That is what's going on. That is the information from Disney as to what is happening with this Disney Dining promo card, or as I'm going to call it, the Disney Dining gift card. So I wanted to put this to the test. Let's see if this is actually really worth it, really worth it if you're going to go. So I just randomly picked dates in one of the more expensive ranges. So I looked on Disney's website for August 1st through the 8th for two adults, and I looked at what, when Warren and I go down, what we consider our preferred value, preferred moderate, and preferred deluxe. 
And I also looked at, based upon that date range, August 1st through the 8th, what would be the cheapest resort available and what is the most expensive resort available? Okay, so here's what we found. For that range, August 1st through the 8th, the preferred value for us is Pop Century. And that came in at $225 a night. Our preferred moderate is Port Orleans French Quarter. That came in at $292 per night. And our preferred deluxe is Riviera, which is $662 per night. That's a bit much, so I decided to toss in kind of our backup plans. If we ever do go down and want to stay at a resort or at a deluxe resort and pay cash price versus renting DVC. For us, that would be Animal Kingdom Lodge, which was $466 for both Jumbo House and Kidani Village, as well as Copper Creek at Wilderness Lodge, which was $441 per night. In terms of what was the cheapest and what was the most expensive, Again, this is for August 1st through the 8th of of this year. The cheapest was the All-Star Resorts, all three of them. They were the same price, $182 per night. And the most expensive was Grand Floridian coming in at $737 per night. So, one, those prices are just ridiculous in general. Like, I have a conference I have to go to for work in a couple of months, and it's at like you know, a convention center, big hotel in a major city, and they're charging like, I think it's like 250 or 275-ish per night. And that's at like a giant, grandiose Marriott, Hilton, Sheraton. So you're going to pay the Disney prices. That, that, that's what you're going to get when you go here. That said, let's take a look at those prices when we apply the Disney Dining Gift Card which if we think of the, the, the Disney Dining Gift Card as a rebate against the cost of your resort. So let's just say that instead of paying X amount for the resort, you're realistically paying Y amount for the resort and the difference is what you're applying towards food. That's how you can realistically think about this. So applying the gift cards, remember these would be the most expensive gift cards because we would have an arrival in this theoretical exercise we'd have an arrival on August 1st. And remember, based upon an arrival on August 1st, if we stayed in a value resort, we would get $50. And this is per day, per room. So it's not per person, it's per day, per room. $50, moderate is $100, deluxe is $150. When we apply that to the prices that I just mentioned for all of those resorts, Pop Century would come down to $175 a night. So that's just the $225 a night, $50 free gift card. So it's realistically like you're paying $175 a night. French Quarter would come down to $192. Animal Kingdom Lodge comes down to $316. Copper Creek comes to $291. Riviera is at $512. All three of the All Stars, $132. And Grand Floridian is $587. So looking at this as the Disney adult, as the quintessential childless millennial Disney adult, how do I view all of that? Well, I would say that if it's just two people heading down, so it's a couple, you and your significant other, you and a friend, whomever, if it's two people going down based on the time frame that I looked at, so August 1st through August 8th, and just at those resorts that I mentioned, I would say 
that in this situation, Copper Creek would be the best deal because you get a deluxe resort at what realistically would be $1 less than the price of a moderate. Okay, so when we did this exercise, we saw that French Quarter, which is the moderate, French Quarter was coming in at $2.92 per night. You apply a $100 gift card to it, comes down, or $2.92 a night, you apply a $100 gift card to it, comes to $1.92. Copper Creek, $4.41 per night, but you hit it with a $150 gift card, comes down to $2.91. So it's $1 less than the price of French Quarter, obviously without the gift card on it. So if you're going to go down and you want to use this, that's a good deal. Yeah, you're you're still spending that amount of money. It's just how the money's being spent. But if you want to look at it in terms of just the the price of the room, going to Copper Creek in this situation would be the way to go. Now, I would also consider going to French Quarter because, well, it's a good deal. It's a really good deal. You, you really can't beat it. And even if you went to French Quarter, $100 per day on this Disney Dining gift card for two people I mean, that's that's a good amount of, of quick service or potentially a table service if you really wanted to. Um, you could get a table service probably fully covered, if not close to fully covered, depending upon what table service restaurant you went to. And, and for two people, that that is usually plenty of food. When Maureen and I go down, you get a table service like midway through the day, like a one, two o'clock table service. I mean, you, you just throw a couple breakfast bars in your bag and you have that and some coffee in the morning and you have that food in the middle of the day and then you just have a snack later in the day. A hundred bucks can, can go a long way. If you went down and did the Copper Creek route in this situation and you had the $150, that is easily a table service and probably a quick service or snack if you wanted to splurge a little bit more. Again, depending upon what table service restaurant you actually go to. So. It does seem like a good deal if and only if you plan ahead and you know what resort you're looking for. Okay, now I, there's a few things to, to also remember with this. One, the info that I just covered here is for very specific resorts, certainly not all of them, and it's only on certain days. I only looked at August 1st through the 8th. There are a ton of other options and combination of days that you can put together. Depending upon what resort you're looking at and what days you're looking at, the price is going to be different. So don't just go based upon this. This was just a one-off exercise to demonstrate how this can be done. You have to look at what would be best for you. But if I was planning on a trip between August 1st and the 8th, I would absolutely consider Copper Creek or French Quarter, depending upon how much I was willing and, more importantly, able to spend at the time. This is also only looking at two adults. So your math would be probably way different if you were traveling as a group or as a family, if you went down with kids, because the gift card is per room. It is not per person. So for two people, $100 or $150 for a moderate or deluxe resort is certainly worth it. Again, depending upon what resort you were going to stay at and when. But if I was a family of four, or if I was a group of like, I don't know, eight people going down, eh, that, I, I would have to take a step back and see, does, does the math work out in my favor? 
You also need to know your preferences with this because this isn't like what the dining plan used to be. This is, it's a gift card. That's all this is. This is a gift card that you could use at restaurants. That's it. If you're a foodie and you eat at all the restaurants on property, this probably would be worth it. This, this seems like a good deal. Again, depending upon the dates and the hotel and to make sure that the numbers work out, this would seem like a decent deal if you really enjoy eating down there. If you are somebody, though, who brings their own food, maybe you, you bring sandwiches with you, you bring a couple snacks with you into the park, and you don't really eat a lot in there, then, nah, this isn't, this isn't for you. This is not going to be worth it. You know, obviously not discouraging you from going to Disney World, just saying that the allure of this gift card may not be worth it for you, and it might be better off in your interest to try to stay at a cheaper resort and save up on some cash. If you're somebody, though, who, and this tends to be what I end up falling into most of the time, maybe gets a quick service and then snacks throughout the day, it may or may not be worth it. You kind of have to look at what you like to eat, and again, where you want to stay, when you want to stay, and all of that. Because in that situation, staying at a value resort or at one of the cheaper moderate resorts may be more advantageous if you're looking to save on some money. And I mean, who isn't? It's the economy's doing what the economy's doing. That might be a good idea in that situation. So for example, if I was going down and I was going to have a day at Hollywood Studios and I was not going to do the Fantasmic Dining Package, because the Fantasmic Dining Package is awesome. You know, if, if given the opportunity to do Fantasmic Dining Package, I absolutely would do it. I think it is completely worth it to get, one, something to eat, but two, premier prime sitting for Fantasmic. 100% worth it. But let's pretend we're not, right? Let's pretend that we're not going to do that. And there, there have been times that, you know, hey, it's just not in the cards that we can do the dining package. We'll just We'll go see Fantasmic. We'll just get in line like really early. If I was on a day like that, I could legitimately just live off of getting a Ronto wrap and some snacks and I'd be good. But let's say that instead of Hollywood Studios, I'm going to Epcot and it's festival time at Epcot. Now that gift card is worth it because I'm going to snack on all of those booths in Epcot. And if I had between the two of us, you know, $100 a day or $150 a day, that can easily suffice snacking around the world at Epcot. No doubt about it. So that's where we're at with the Disney Dining gift card. You need to do the math. You need to look at what is going to be in your best interest. What kind of Disney traveler are you? Are you somebody who eats a lot in the park or not? Are you a table service person or not? Are you a quick service person? Where do you fall? When do you want to go? What type of resorts are you looking at? Run the numbers. Do the math. It, it took me maybe not even 20 minutes to run the numbers on everything that I did here. So run the numbers. See what will work best for you, for your family, and go with that. And that's how you should go about doing this. I did want to jump over to Epcot, though, to talk about festivals, because the Festival of the Arts will kick off on January 13th and will run until February 20th. And I really like this festival. It is a 
it is a really close second in terms of best festival of the year to Flower and Garden. It, it, in my opinion, and I can hear it now. Don't, don't hate me. Food and Wine Festival will always hold a special place in my heart. It is good. I really enjoy it. But the variety and the taste of Flower and Garden and Festival of the Arts, to me, is just better. It just is. And then Festival of the Holidays, that's, it's there. It's, it's, it's a lot of desserts and cookies. But Flower and Garden, Festival of the Arts, Food and Wine, Festival of Holidays, that's how I would rank them for the year. Now, the menu for Festival of the Arts has been released, and there are several great options this year. They do have a few new booths that I'd like to talk about, and all of this information about the booths and what's available, and even some pictures of some of these uh, foods, are currently available on Disney Food Blog's website. That's where I found all of this information, so you can go and check it out. Since the festival will start on the 13th, more pictures and imagery and discussion about the different food booths and the different menu items will become available in time. But there are some there are some pictures there now, and then there's the whole menu there now. So there are two new booths. The first one up, and I'm sorry if I pronounce this wrong. It's modern, M- modern, modern. I think it's mo- modern. This is located by Test Track, and this it's it's an avant-garde food booth is how it's described. But they had two things on the menu there that looked really good. They have a scallop dish and a soft-shelled crab, both of which sound awesome. I would totally get. I love scallops. I love crab. So that would be something I would be interested in. They didn't have any pictures, so I'm curious as to how it's going to be avant-garde. But I'm curious. I'll see how it looks. The second one, which I think is going to be immensely popular, is Figment's Inspiration Station at the Odyssey. So Figment is finally getting his own booth. And yes, the popcorn bucket will be available at the Figment booth. There, are, Based upon the menu here, this looks like a lot of kid-friendly type things. There's a fruit pizza, something that's called popped art. So it's a Pop-Tart. It's a sugar cookie with a blueberry filling is how it's described. It's a Pop-Tart. And based upon the picture that they had, it looked like there were um, different color frosting. Like they just got like a tube of red and a tube of orange and a tube of yellow and and so on. And just put one line of each across a Pop-Tart. They also had a rainbow cake with freeze-dried Skittles on it. The image that was there looked like a rainbow pumpkin roll. So if you can think about what a pumpkin roll looks like, how it's like cake with that creamy filling and it's all rolled up, it looked like that, but it was rainbow cake. And then to have a little figment on top, they had a dollop of purple icing with two orange wings tacked onto the side of it. And it looked really cute. That's how I would describe it. It looked really cute. Clearly, the item to get is going to be that popcorn bucket. No doubt about it. Like, remember the line for the popcorn bucket last year? I wonder if it's going to be that bad again. We'll find out, but that popcorn bucket is definitely a collector's item. So those are two of the new booths. And then there are a couple of returning booths that when I went down to Festival of the Arts, oh, how long ago was this now? 
I want to say that was maybe 2021, January of 2021. That was a, that was a trip. This is funny. That was a trip that it was January of 2021. And it's like COVID and every, you know, mental health was just horrible. And I remember it was a Tuesday and Maureen and I are like, let's just go to Disney. And then we went on Thursday. That's how it went. Uh, And we showed up and poof, we were at Festival of the Arts. So there were several booths there. Now, of course, their names have changed a little bit, but the general gist of it still stays the same. But there are a few that I, I saw either pictures of or just the general menu item for, and it looked really good. So I wanted to talk about some of those there. Again, this is all available via Disney Food Blog. There is, oh, and I'm sorry if I pronounced this one wrong, Vibrante and Vivido. I hope I pronounced that right. If not, I'm sorry. Uh, this is the Encanto kitchen. So it's, it's all themed around the movie Encanto. And one thing they had there that looked really good was a chorizo and potato empanada. That looked excellent. There's an image of it on the website. That looked great. Next booth, Pastoral Palette. This is the Germany booth. There is a braised beef short rib with parsnip puree, broccolini, baby tomatoes, and balsamic. And I, I guess it's German, but wow. The image they had there looked spectacular. I mean, I know it's always hit or miss getting a beef plate at one of the Epcot festivals because it could sit underneath that lamp and it might get really dry. This looked good. I would absolutely get this if I went down there. Next one up, Craftsman's Courtyard. There is a beef Wellington that is going to be at this. The image, again, on Disney Food Blog, the image looked really good. But as a dessert person, I, I definitely have a sweet tooth. Chocolate is, chocolate can be my kryptonite. It really can be. Like for Christmas, I think I got boxes of chocolate candy, chocolate peanut butter. So I have plenty of candy to keep me occupied for a while. But I saw a couple dessert items on the Disney Food Blog's website that are going to be at Festival of the Arts, and they looked amazing. First off, in the France booth, which I am... Not even going to try to pronounce that one. But at the France booth, they have a molten chocolate and hazelnut cake with Valrona chocolate and passion fruit mango sauce. When I hear chocolate hazelnut cake, I'm thinking you made a Nutella cake. And Nutella is amazing. It, it, it's it's fantastic. I will eat that stuff with a spoon right out of the jar. I will. It's like that and peanut butter are the things that I could I could go through a jar of Nutella and a jar of peanut butter a week. I could. In fact, when I, I remember when I got out of college, I would go through a jar of Nutella a week. Nutella and cinnamon sugar Teddy Grahams. That was like my snack when I got out of college. So this sounds like you made a Nutella cake and you put more chocolate on it and then you put a passion fruit mango sauce and I love mango. Mango is amazing. It is like, I'll eat mango fruit, the mango Italian ice. I love all mango. This, this sounds amazing. I would get it and I would hope I would love it because I would probably get four of them instead of just one. Also, there is a booth called Deco Delights. And this looks like it's a straight up dessert booth. And there were two different types of chocolate mousse 
what is the plural of of moose? Is it chocolate moose mooses? Chocolate meese? There were two chocolate moose dishes. There we go. As well as an orange mousse with lemon cake and raspberry meringue. And I know that that last one wasn't chocolate, but there is an image of it on Disney Food Blog's website, and it looks incredibly tasty. So I would get all three items, these two chocolate mousse dishes and this orange mousse lemon cake dish. And I know it's a lot of sugar, but Epcot's big and I would definitely walk it off. Do a couple laps around World Showcase, do a couple laps around the crater. You'll be good. You'll walk it off. Epcot's a big park. So there is certainly plenty to look forward to at Festival of the Arts. And it breaks my heart to know that I'm not going to be able to make it down. So I'm absolutely going to live vicariously through watching the vloggers on YouTube go to the different booths and eat all of this stuff. And hopefully their reviews of the stuff that I would be interested in eating are good. So uh, there, there's plenty of people that are going to go and do this. So I'm certainly going to watch that. But if any of you are heading down to Festival of the Arts, please leave a comment on this show or a review of this show and let us know what dishes you had to eat when you were down there, what your favorite dishes were, what the plural of moose, as in chocolate moose, would be. All that information, we really want to know it. We want to know what it's like down there, uh, especially since we are unfortunately unable to make it down. All right, so that is everything that I have for this week. I want to thank you all for being with me. And if you like what you heard here and you want to continue to hear more, please like and subscribe to the Adult Meets Disney podcast. Leave a comment or review of this show. And please do tell a friend to do the same. Until next time, I hope you have a magical day.